0: circle in the sewer with jake and joe It's episode 21 21 21 can you do um, some for me hey <laughs> you like that i did like that that was a good call That was a good call uh we're recording on december 1st to be out pretty much as soon as we finish so you'll hear this whenever you hear it but uh welcome to our nhl nba podcast episode 21 like i said joe how we doing doing
1: well week's going week's going well um it's going pretty fast. I, I thought it'd be going it slow. Thursday. I know, right? I thought it'd go slow after like that long week. But hey, look at this! Thursday jumping in the weekend. Next thing you know, it's gonna be like Christmas, New Year's. Shitty, I know. December. It's crazy. starting. Things are starting to pick up in NHL, NBA. So this is fun, especially with this segment. But uh, the league's buzzing. A lot of surprises around the league. So excited to get into that. But yeah, overall good week so far. Cold. It's very cold. I officially had my like I hate this state when I walked outside to go to Timberwolves game last night it was like 15 and it was really windy and then my eyes started blurring and I'm like yep yeah, this this sucks it's it's cold again I was like I don't know why I live here 25 years of my life and it's basically Canada so yeah that's how my week's been going so far man but I was uh, warm yeah how are you
0: uh it's great it's great great well wow, it's actually raining today rained a little yeah. last night uh but that's all I got it's been great here um yeah, no, buzzing, but I can't believe it's December 1st. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I was not ready for that to happen when I woke up this morning and saw the date. by. Unexpected, so, but we're here. And uh, we've got another great weekend of sports coming up in front of us. Uh, Thursday Night Football is starting right about when we're recording this, uh, but we've got a great week of college football and obviously NFL, and we'll get to our picks later, which I know you guys are all begging and waiting for so oh god i need a good week at these picks um, man yeah i gotta refresh the standings i'm 17 12 and one and joe is 16 12 and two he fell off last week after a one and four week but that's all right driving all the week before yeah we got plenty of time bounce back uh joe you want to kick it to some nhl my friend
1: all right well everybody as Jake said, it is December, so stuff is starting to get hot here in the Feels like NHL hockey season. season. Feels like hockey season. It's cold. Teams are starting to pick it up. Um, but yeah, let's jump into it. You know how we do it. We run through the division, obviously. Actually, let's start in the Western Conference this time. Let's go right to the Central. Um, we have the Dallas Stars still in first place. The old team that just keeps on moving. They got 30 points, 13, 6, and 4. Seven, four, and two in their last ten. Oh, nope, excuse me. Five, two, and three in their last ten. They're on a one-game win streak. Jason Robertson is just playing lights out right now. Him and Connor McDavid are tied for the league in points. And uh kind of going He's off lead league or for right the heart yep. right now, right? It's crazy. crazy. So him and McDavid one, I think they have 36 points. Believe so. And he just signed a, I think it was a four-year contract with Dallas right before this offseason that guy should have just waited man he would have got the bag (laughs) after this year if the way he's playing right now but hey Dallas locked him in he's set in stone so if he keeps playing like this his next contract's gonna be bonkers so shout out to Jason Rock he's from LA too it's just crazy hockey hockey city very big hockey city out there so Dallas they're buzzing same old I don't know how they're still in first place but good for them and then you got the Winnipeg Jets second place 14-6-1, 7-3 14, 6 and 1, 7 and 3 in the last 10. They're currently on a three-game win streak. They I had a chance to catch them. It was the them versus Dallas the other night in Dallas. And it's Rick Bones. He's returning to Dallas. He used to coach for them and they let him go and they hired Peter DeBoer, So it was kind of like a revenge game for them. The game was about four to two with about four minutes left. Winnipeg was up and then Dallas stormed back off these crazy two goals to tie the game up and they go into overtime and then Winnipeg ends up winning it off of a, it's like a breakaway guy went five holes, it was nasty. So Winnipeg ended up getting the win there. And like I said, they're only a point back from Dallas. So very interesting. Did not expect Winnipeg to be playing like this throughout the this season. And I mean, we're in December, so teams are playing well. And then you got my Colorado Avalanche Stanley cup pick right there, 12, seven and one, they are seven and three in their last 10, currently in one game losing streak. They lost last night. But uh, yeah, the Avs, I'm just waiting for them to take off. I'm just waiting for like a 10 game win streak out of this team. I, I, they're just playing kind of average right now. But I, I don't know. I think that I think they'll be fine. I like McKinnon and McCarr. It's the same team, so I picked them. So minus Kadri, it, minus Kadri, and Kemper. Maybe it's the goalie thing. But uh, yeah, I'm just waiting, waiting for Colorado. And I feel like the state of Colorado really needs something to get going right now because the Broncos suck. I don't know how the nuggets the nuggets are aren't they nuggets good are this good. year. Two okay, so they got them. Dem- okay, so they got the Denver Nuggets, so that's what you can hold on to if you're from Colorado, but yeah, 12-7 and 1 with 25 points in third. And then you got our Minnesota Wild, 22 points, 10-9 and 2, 5 and 4, and 1 in their last 10. Hanging Holy around. Game win streak they play the Oilers tonight's. Uh, just started actually. It's on the ESPN Plus game of the week, so starting to get into the Wild here. Starting to get them more on my TV. Um, Since I don't have Bali sports, I've been streaming them uh, illegally through the internet. That's how I've been watching the Minnesota Wild this year. Coming clean, coming clean. I mean, it's December. This is where it's going to start getting going. Like you go to those dive bars, the the Wild are on each TV. It's going to be good. This is where I'm going to start getting into it. Caprizoff, I mean, he's playing great. I just, uh, I think the last time I spoke to you guys about the Wild, I think they were in fifth. Now they're fourth within this division. So I I I they're just still average. It's always like win-loss, win-loss, I feel like with this team. They did, they did get Ryan Reeves. Almost forgot to mention that. Mm-hmm. So we got him from the New York Rangers, a uh, big enforcer, just pretty funny. We need a guy like him because we lost DeLaurier to, to Philly. So we really don't have anyone pushing and around. And I just love these moves because this guy's not going to score a single goal the whole season, but he's just going to come in there and try to kill someone. And that's what this team needs right now. And shout out to Billy G because, yeah, energy, right? You need some swagger in that locker room. It's like the Pat Bev of hockey, right? Exactly. Pat Bev of hockey, except like two feet taller. But, Uh, uh, yeah, Ryan Reeves, shout out to you. Bring some swag and energy to that locker room, getting some fights. He literally is just out there to kill people, so it's pretty cool. But Billy G, he knows when the team's getting down. He's going to make a move. Love that. We haven't seen that out of a GM with the Minnesota Wild in forever, so – Billy G, keep doing your thing. I think they're going to try to add a top six forward is what the rumors are saying here too. So a few Minnesota fans out there, hang into that. We might pick up someone. I saw Clayton Keller. That could be a pretty big move. I don't know how much we're asking to give up, but it'd be pretty interesting. Um yeah, He's Wild. still in Arizona. He's still in Arizona. He's from St. Louis. So U.S. products, that'd be pretty cool. But I just don't know what the asking price, and especially with our cap space that the Wild have. So it could get interesting. Just so frustrating with that dead cap space we have to – just wait for in two years. Then I'm going to be very excited to just start making aggressive moves whenever we want with this team. So looking forward to that. And then, yeah, I mean, just back with the wild 10, nine and two, it's just a very 500 team. It seems like right now they're also, I kind of seem in that same boat, with the avalanche. I feel like both these teams are going to take off at some point. I'm just waiting for it. And if they don't, that would suck because we're wild fans and I picked the avs. So please pick it up. Uh, but they'll figure it out. I know they will. I mean, they listen to this podcast, so
0: they you know got it. And then going. you got
1: the Preds. The Preds, they're at 10-9-2, 22 points right there with the wild funny story with the Predators. They uh, they had a leak in their stadium, so they had to cancel a game the other night. You see that? Like, like water. a pipe? Yeah, yeah. Some pipe broke, so a bunch of water got into the entire arena, flooded the thing. It was like going out on Broadway. It was, water was flying everywhere. So, yeah, nice Nashville. I don't know how you let that happen. You're a billion-dollar organization Uh, you uh, get your pipes fixed man (laughs) i don't know your game had to get canceled get your pipes pipes well said well said yeah nashville great city boring hockey team right now let's say that kind of in that same thing as the wild about that 500 with 22 points same with the blues but blues are 11 11 completely 500 but they're seven and three in their last 10 they were on an eight game losing streak and then they went on an eight game win streak which is bonkers there, I was just. I'm waiting for that team to take off too. I don't want them to because I hate the Blues. That's probably my biggest least team. I hate. Like, I just hate them. Um, Ryan is looking great. Uh, what's his name? Jordan Cairo. He's picking it up. But I got Bennington on my fantasy team too, and I need some wins because if you get a loss in a fantasy goalie, it totally screws your team over. It's like negative five points. Absolutely Oof. hate that. Within goalie so. tough. that's
0: a tough one to, to put so all the negative too. five
1: it's like i'm the only guy i'm in a, the league with eight random people throughout the country no it's just no money or anything and i set my lineup every week put in a lot of time with this fantasy team. and these goalies are giving up nothing so get it going bennington and then wrapping up this division you got the coyotes and the blackhawks with 17 and 16 points blackhawks are an eight game losing tree they suck and then the coyotes are four, four he's gotta be end. going somewhere right oh, he's Kane's leaving Uh, I was listening to Chicklets and Whitney wants him to go to Boston. I don't think that's going to happen just the way Boston's playing. I feel like you'd have to give up a lot to get Kane. So I'd be very surprised if Boston went after Kane, that would be just an absolute juggernaut if they got him. I think, I mean, initially before the season, everyone was kind of thinking the Rangers, but I think he's going to go to the other side of New York. I think he's going to go to Long Island. I think he's going to go to the Islanders. That's my kind of December 1st. Prediction right now. I think that'd be sweet. See him in the blue and orange playing out on the island. He'd fit in well there with uh kind of Barzell. If you got Barzell and Kane on the line, all you hockey fans out there, the Barzell's edge work with Kane's passing, ooh, that'd be nasty. Dude, nasty. I, yeah, that's what that'd I was be saying so too. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, it'd be so. Dude, cool. his edge work. Those is guys would be elite. Oh, dude, he's. He... If I had McDavid's shooting, Barzell's edge work, Ryan Reeves fighting. Who's very smart? Give me, uh, maybe Nathan McKinnon IQ. I don't know. I'm just trying to build the best hockey player. It'd be so fun. But where were we? Uh, the black, yeah, Blackhawks. Uh, they suck, they're bad. They're going to tank. They're, they're my projection to get Connor Bernard. And that's just a typical thing. The Blackhawks go like two years with sucking, and then they're going to get the franchise player with this next upcoming right. draft, and then they'll be back in Stanley Cups. Um, NHL. Yeah, I think the, that's what the yeah. NHL wants to happen. Like, they don't want to send this kid to Arizona or the Ducks. Right. right. Chicago's a huge market, so it's good for That them, lottery yeah. ball is going to, yeah, that's where it just gets interesting. They're going to have, like, they're going to screw that. Some guy's going to put his hand in there. It's going to, oh, I hope he doesn't go to the Blackhawks. It'd just be so annoying if it goes to the wild, kind of in that tank situation or just win the whole thing right now because Bedard's so good. Like I, I'd be totally okay with if I was a wild fan and just tanking to get this guy. That's how good he is. Dude, but, i have been seeing
0: some of his stats. It's just like his shots on goal in that league that he is, because he's in the uh, like Canadian the league, right? OHL or something. Yeah. Let me pull just up absurd, his stats. absurd. He has like like a
1: hundred and some games played or something like that, and he has like five hundred. So he's seventeen. He's from Vancouver. So you guys that don't know this guy, it's the next probably close to Connor McDavid prospect that there's going to be he's playing for the Regina Patriots right now in the WHL. It's awesome. Um he's ranked as the number 1 recruit on every single draft site. Um so yeah, in 62 games last year, 62 games. He had 51 goals, 49 assists with 100 points. And currently this year through 26 games, he's got 24 goals, 33 assists and 57 points. So the kid's a wagon. Uh he's been scoring points since he's about 5 it looks like. Um in his Banham high school team, he played 30 games, 88 points. And then his senior year, 36 games, 84 points. So yeah, kind of slew it down, slowed it down there a little bit. Going from 88 to 84, what a loser. Yeah, but two, um, greater than two points a game. Goodness Christ. That'd be so cool to be that kid. I was, was like that just in high like, school. That was just like you and JV, right? It was basically like that. A lot of people were starting to think I was gonna get drafted. And I just I had to hang up the skates for just just want to my career in podcasting and corporate America. So that's just something I wanted to go down the road. And he joining a frat in college. Wanted mm-hmm. to do that too, especially in Iowa. So that's just something I really wanted to get into. Um, <laughs> yeah. Connor Bernard. That's my story. on him, the kids still putting up points is going to be the number one pick. Hopefully he doesn't go to the Blackhawks. And if he does, and if NHL's rigged. Um, but yeah, that's the central division. Watch out. For I'm going to be on that. LA. That's
0: going to be my, my eye out in the NHL draft. I'm going to be, I'm going to be watching out to see if the, the NHL fixed rumors are going to be it's happening.
1: so. It'd just be typical Blackhawks that they get the number one pick again. It's there's no way he's going to the Arizona Coyotes, and they could get. Do you think last, there's any other teams like, he would turn down
0: besides the Coyotes? Because would he like the Ducks? I feel like the Ducks would. I'd,
1: I'd play be for the Ducks. Right. OC Orange County. I'd take that. I mean, Scottsdale, like, Arizona's Segrist, not a bad they place have like to some live. Some young
0: guys too. They have yeah. uh, Seagrass Terry. How old's Terry?
1: Is he young? I think he's. I think he's your age.
0: Okay. It's so either he's your or old. mine
1: within our area. But um I yeah, I'd rather go to the ducks than the coyotes. Both great places to live, but I think just the the culture within Anaheim, I would say, is a better fit than Arizona. Arizona's just going through a whole figure it out stage right now. I mean, they're playing out a college rank and they're just trying to get everything together figured out. So I saw Tempe I can...
0: approve that entertainment district thing though. So it's yeah, gonna be dude, I... it's gonna be crazy. Because like they're going to build a new like, stadium, right? Is that- yeah, it's going to
1: be a great rink once they officially can get that done. And whenever that gets built, Tempe's great because everyone can go to the games compared to when they're out in Glendale. That's like the same thing with the Cardinals. Yeah. If you're living in Scottsdale, it's like 45-minute drive, I'm pretty sure. So oh, just longer, in the That's longer like, longer I that. People would rather have a crappier rink but just be in Tempe or Scottsdale than just driving that far would suck. So. Yeah.
0: Well, the crazy thing was is that that football field and the hockey arena were right by each other, which would make you think that, like, it was a good location, but it was just too far west just for so anybody far. to go to. Yeah,
1: it's a, So that would be annoying. But, but, but not uh, as far
0: west as I live, though.
1: Yeah, where were you again? Oh, just way out in the boonies in Goodyear. Okay. Goodyear. That sounds sick. No. Shout out Arizona. God, it's got to be yeah. so hot there in the summer.
0: It's brutal. Awesome. It's not fun.
1: What do you, th- uh, how hot does it get, like 115? Like, people probably think we're nuts because we live in Minnesota in the winter, but it's, like, doing the same thing in Arizona at that hot. Like,
0: yeah, it's, like, too hot to go outside. Like Right, actually, and it's, like, like you... too
1: cold to go outside from us. So, it's basically, you can either take negative 25 or
0: 115. It's your choice. No, I mean, like, you try to go to the pool. Like, we had a pool at our apartment complex, and, like, it's, like, too hot to walk on the sidewalk without shoes on.
1: Yeah. Because, like, your
0: feet are, like, so, you, but yeah, it's ridiculous, but.
1: Burn your flip flops off
0: yeah there you go
1: wait like that oh you like okay. that let's get a that's my central division um the worst division out of the all of them right now very low scoring everyone's kind of still figuring it out it is december so hopefully they start picking it up within this but yeah good old central division next up we have the pacific we got those west coast hockey teams And let's start off with the Vegas Golden Knights. They are rolling 17-6-1, 35 points. They're 5-4-1 in their last 10. Jack Eichel is a wagon. This team is playing great. They're doing a lot better than I thought they would. Um, So they're just kind of blowing the crap out of everyone they play right now, which is crazy. They got 83 goals for, 63 goals against. Um, So, yeah, good for the Vegas Golden Knights with what's-his-face coming in there as the new head coach from Boston. Well, what was his name? No, Dan Sweeney is the GM. Bruce. Bruce Cassidy. But he comes into Vegas from Boston. So he's just picking this team up and they're looking great. But I want to get to it, man. The Seattle Kraken, 14 5 and 3. 31 points. No one saw this coming. They're playing great right now. Be cool to see them get in there just to see what it's like Seattle playoff hockey. That'd be very interesting to see. So they're they're playing great. Six game win streak right now. Eight one and one in their last ten. Um trying to think they got Burkowski, uh, Yanni Gord's playing well, Everly. Then they got that rookie Matty Beniers, who just came from Michigan. He's playing, he's gonna win rookie of the year, probably. It's gonna be him or the uh Dylan Thompson out of Vegas. So it's gonna be one of those two guys, I bet. So this division is gonna see some good rookies, but Kraken man did not see this coming at all. I thought they were gonna be second or third to last within this division, but yeah, good for them. 14 five and three. Um, I just was very curious to see what Seattle looked like in the playoffs. So jerseys are cool second year ever in the nhl and it's i mean if they won the whole thing that would just suck because like we're wild fans and we've been doing this our whole life so that's kind of frustrating when vegas was the first year and yeah, they went they to the stanley cup quick yeah yeah so they really just don't like to wait around but seattle they i thought they were complete rebuild mode i thought they were just not going to be good for the next five years but hey what do i know i'm just a, just watch hockey so good for them they're playing well uh the kings they're in third, 12-9-4, 28 points, two-game losing streak. Fiala's looking good. It's completely wrong on that so far. He keeps scoring. I thought it was because of the Wild. It's not. He just said, screw that. I'm going to take this 8-by-8 eight eight contract and live in L.A. and score a bunch of points, and our team's going to be good. So thank you, Kevin. Um, the Kings are still playing well. I'd love to go to Crypto.com Arena. Crypto, crypto.com Arena is that what it is now. Uh. Uh-huh. be cool to go see a game there, Lakers or Kings. Or Clippers, don't forget the Clip Show. You got your Clippers. We'll get to that, too. So Kings are Kings are right there. Yeah, like I said, within this division, I picked Edmonton, Calgary, Edmonton, Vegas. So that was my top three. And then I'll get into Edmonton and Calgary right here with Edmonton at 26 points, Calgary at 23 points. Edmonton's on a three-game win streak. They're currently playing the Wild tonight. And then the Flames are... 23 points, one game win streak, 5-4-1 in their last 10. Waiting for these two teams to pick it up, too. Not going to lie, 10 nine, and 3 Flames. Just the way I've been watching your team, I don't think it's not looking well. It's looking very, very just boring. So, Kadri was playing great off the start, and now it's just kind of stalling out. And I don't know really what's going on. So, hopefully these two can get that battle of Alberta going, get the rivalry going, and pick these teams up. The Oilers... Connor McDavid's got to be so frustrated. He's obviously like we said leading the league in points and they just can't win a game. They just their defense and goalie's just they they he's never going to get any help. I mean, when you're that good, you I just don't know. He's going to he won't play for the Oilers for his whole career. I'll just say that. He's going to go somewhere and then they're going to win the next 3 Stanley Cups whoever he goes for. I probably what, went what, to Calgary. why can't
0: they just get him any help i don't understand i
1: don't know it's, i just truly don't know i mean they got darnell nurse and he's one of the top defenses in the league i think it's always it's just always the goalie And they bring over jack campbell from toronto and they gave him this big contract acting like he, this guy won the vesna for the last three years but he just it was on a really good leafs team and what happened to the leafs they lost in the first round so i was very kind of scratching my head on that contract if i was the oilers i would try to get. i don't know if they did or Maybe they did try to attempt to get Darcy Kemper. That's what I would have gone for. But, yeah, it just never seems like they have help in their back end. And if anything, it's always just McDavid and uh, Drysaddle just getting all the points. And then I feel like once they're not out there, every other team just takes advantage of them when they're not on the ice. So that's what it kind of seems like is going on in Edmonton right now. Hopefully they figure it out. Calgary. I don't, come on, guys. I pitch you, pitch you to get to the Western Conference Finals. So that'd be cool, but. Not looking great right now. Hey, it's December, but I it's did early. say November first, so still gotta get to Christmas. Get some get some things going. Um but yeah, we'll we'll kind of see what happens there. And then to wrap this division up, we got the Canucks, Sharks, and Ducks. All three of these teams suck. They're very bad. They're probably gonna be within the top five pick for Bedard. It's probably gonna be Arizona, Chicago, Vancouver, San Jose, Anaheim. They're very bad. Uh the Ducks i don't think they've won a game in regulation they've gave up 96 goals so far it's the highest in the league they're probably the worst team it's horrible zegras already came out with like i hate losing and it's like you've only played 82 games so if that guy's already saying we got to turn this around it's a little eye-opening to see um as far as the nfl news goes now who's number 25 on the patriots jones yeah Whoever that is touchdown, touchdown. touchdown. yeah yeah Okay. Um, but, yeah, as far as the Ducks goes, great place to live, but can't win a hockey game. So, But yeah, that's the Connor guy Bernard. who returned the punt back against you guys. Oh, God. Yeah. Screw you. Sorry, I that's, just remembered it's, that. It's a a bo- block in the black. They didn't call it. We'll get to that, Jets. J E T S, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets. But Ducks, uh, you guys suck. OC's a great area. Taxes are high. Weather's great. Were they the this bad pretty, last year? What's so? up? Were they this bad last year? Like I feel no, like the ducks they were, were kind of good. They last were year. hot. They were hot at the beginning of the season. Then they fell off towards the end and kind of. I I think they were top ten pick within the lottery, but they started off great. I mean, it was Getsy's last year, so they're kind of playing around him. But yeah, they can't get anything going right now. And Jamie Drysdale's hurt, so that was hurt. I think he's out for a couple months, and he was one of the top prospects that they had. So very frustrating to see um, there. But hey, you got the the Rams and the Chargers. <laughs> i'm just trying to give you guys some hope if you get any Am- anaheim fans out there go golfing you guys get the opportunity to do that it's great weather so don't worry about it that's my western conference uh the biggest takeaways i would say the kraken did not see the kraken coming at all 16 win streak eight one and one in their last 10 so that's a big takeaway and then uh yeah the wild wild they're just just waiting them the avalanche patience, they get patience. we're patient patience we're patient so uh that's my western conference you know it is a. September it, does, it does feel like a big letdown though after last year like for sure it's, it's just weird just waiting for, just waiting to kick start this like i would get in so many just get into the wild games and was every night i wasn't missing action and this yeah, year same like, last year it hasn't really kicked into me yet i'm like I, I could go do something else or like it's not really across my mind i, I had so much fun at the Wolves game. I'm just gonna get big in a basketball now. I feel like so. Sure, we'll, we'll wait to we'll wait to get it going. No, Kaprizov's gonna be pissed. He's probably screaming Russian slang at the team. So I i will get it going. Revo get some energy in there, and I think they're gonna make a try to make a trade at the deadline. So that'd be cool. But long season to go. Hopefully, I wouldn't be mad sneaking as a wild card team. I feel like that is a problem too. Once we have so much hype and we do so well, and then we just get we lose every time in the first round. So maybe. Maybe they sneak in as a wild card team and upset some team Wednesday on the Stanley cup and we drink all day. So that's that. Um, yeah. Now the big, 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 big subject here in the NHL is the Eastern conference. Let's just get right to it. Metropolitan. The New Jersey devils are 19 and four. They are tied with the Boston Bruins for 38 points. They're nine and one in their last 10. This is the I guys. I don't know what to say. 19 and four 38 points. The New Jersey devils. This team had the second overall pick in the league last year. All these guys are like 13 years old. I swear to God. And they are just smoking teams right now. I saw this team live against the Wild last year. And we won like 5-2. And now they, I I mean, good for them. I was good for them. I was hitting Newark. Like, obviously, like I said, I was in Jersey a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was me. Maybe they just needed a little yeah. visit from Meatball to come sprinkle a couple of win streaks on them. Because they're playing unbelievable now. What the heck is this? 19 and four, like I said, 87 goals for, 51 goals against, which is the most impressive thing. They're just not, no one's scoring on these guys. And Jack Hughes looks great. He's living up to that first overall pick potential. Uh, Nico Heischer, he's playing great as well. The defense, Dougie Hamilton. They got like three of these guys. I can't even pronounce their last names from like Siberia. They're playing awesome. Uh, yeah, what can I say? They were on that fourteen game win streak, I believe it was. So Peter. that's just awesome to see. Um, Jack Hughes does not like the media at all. It's funny; His he just does not want to talk to him. He's always he's just laughing at the questions they say. So I love that about the ga- him. I mean, the Gato and Chill, the Gato and Chill. That was that was hilarious. And they're sponsored by BioSteel, so Batman probably talked to Hughes and was like, "We got to quit that. We got to <laughs> BioSteel on the jerseys. Can't be throwing Gatorade around anymore." So. Yeah, New Jersey Devils. You're my team, team of the league right now. If if anything, all kudos to you guys. You guys are playing great. Uh we'll see if they can keep this going. Have you, we haven't seen the Devils in the playoffs and it feels like 10 years. So shout out to the New Jersey Devils, this Jack Hughes. Is Martin Brodeur. Like, yeah, Martin Brodeur. I think Zach Reese was on the Devils the last time you guys made it. How crazy is that? Um But yeah, great job, New Jersey. And then kind of staying in that Metropolitan Division. New York Islanders, 30 points, 15 and 9. I knew they were going to have a bounce back here, people. What did I say? Eastern Conference Finals against Carolina Hurricanes, calling it this year. Both those two teams, Carolina's right behind them with 29 points. These two teams are looking good. 6-4, uh, and four, the last ten for the Islanders. 4-2-4 and four for the last ten for Carolina, but they're gritty. They're gritty. The Islanders, I'm telling you. Matt Barzell, I think he still has like 22 assists without a goal. The guy just doesn't like to shoot. Especially if they get Kane. Or- He's a give-up.
0: He's
1: a give-up, people.
0: You get Kane on the receiving end of those passes too. That's
1: what I'm saying. This edge work that you've been watching. As long all the time. As, as
0: long as Kane goes somewhere that's in the Eastern Conference, that's I mean mm-hmm. I don't he's going to. There's no Since way they he's would from trade him.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say there's no way they trade him in inside the central. So I could see Vegas because Vegas is just aggressive, but they would they won't have a, a draft picks till twenty thirty two if they somehow got Patrick Kane.
0: <laughs> uh that's like yeah, the Lakers. I definitely think he's
1: I definitely think, yeah, freaking Lakers. I don't think he's – I think he's going to the East Coast, and I hope he does. I mean, he's from there. from there. It would just be cool. Uh, where was I? Still in the Metropolitan Pittsburgh We have the Pittsburgh, 26 points, tied with New York Rangers, 26. I will say this. What the hell, New York Rangers? I was very excited about you guys as well. I thought you guys were getting off to a hot start. Now they're 11-9-4, one They trade Revo. They lost his swagger. They're just a very interesting hockey team right now. So I don't know what's going on within New York, Pittsburgh. Twenty six points, 11, eight and four. Still got that Crosby. I, they're six two and two in the last ten. Maybe they got something going here, but still that Crosby Malkin. Uh, some sad news too. Chris Letang on Monday suffered a stroke. Now he's out for a couple of weeks. Just an apparent stroke, and I, I was crazy. I was like, "What the hell is he hurt for?" I look on my my fantasy team. This guy had a stroke, so uh prayers up to crystal tang hope everything works out there i thought you like pulled a hammy but we have to booze a little or more I don't serious going on there it's crazy but uh god yeah jesus jesus Chris. uh back to the rangers guys come on 11 9, and four. this was your team last year uh, yep. i did pick the islanders so i'm not complaining but i just like seeing that new york new york rivalry get up there and i mean the devils are I watched this game. Devils walked into Madison Square Garden, stomped the Rangers four to two. Rangers look like JV to those guys. Jack Hughes was doing circles around this. So I'm like, this is a brand new. What What's going on, guys? So I don't know. I mean, I, I got a buddy that's a Rangers fan. Uh, What's his name? Tanner. He lives in Plymouth. He's always texting me about it. Tanner, if you're listening, he does listen too. So I understand better than the Give Rangers. Give him a shout out. <laughs> um, the, uh, the Capitals, they are 10, 11, and three, 23 points. Alex Ovechkin, all he does is sit on the left side of the rink and hit one timers. I think he's at like he just broke someone else's record for the goal. This guy's going to break Gretzky's all time goal streak. So he's on fire. Is that right all he night. does he's though? He's now not. he literally just camps there. Like I feel like he's ever sits seen on the left anything. side, and he like holds his stick up like this, yeah, and yeah straight above a his head, timer for power plays. That's all the guy does. That's all he does. Every time I see Alex Ovechkin highlight, he's just sitting on the left side of the rink and just hitting clap bombs. Absolute so missiles. Yeah, it, it that would be so cool. Such a great feeling, but these guys can't win a hockey game right now. Four, five, and one. Um it's because they don't mad. have your they don't have your pick. They had their your your pick last year. Now they don't yeah. have it anymore. See, <laughs> Capitals, I took you guys to go to the Stanley Cup last year. You lost in the first round, but you just had that great energy around you once I picked it, and the team was playing well. So I mean you don't have my pick this year, so that's you make a good point. They're not gonna the team's They're probably gonna not gonna anything. do well if you don't get picked by me. Like the Islanders, not a big deal, but Capitals, they're not down there. <laughs> not a big deal. And then you got the Flyers, 8, 10, and 5, 21 points. They suck. Uh, the first episode I did this with the NHL overview of the year, I thought they were going to be a sneak team. Um, they did play well the first week of the season. And I think after that, once they heard this podcast, they're like, we should just stop playing good hockey. Uh, and I think that's what they're doing. They're falling that to the tee. They're just not winning games. They're 1-6-3. and three. That's Torts, right? Tortorella. Yep, they got Torts. They've only got scored 56 goals. So they can't get the puck in the back of the net. Torts is probably losing his mind. I don't even think he's going to finish out the season there because it's Tortorella. So nothing's going well. And Philly. Uh you had the Phillies. They lost. You got the Eagles. They're going to lose to the Vikings. The Phillies so. might get the Grom, though. They're not going to get the Grom. He's going to stay in the Mets, I'll tell you that. He's either going to I don't, the, know. He's, I don't it's know. My guy. If we get a good when, once we get the MLB subjects going, I mean He's not leaving the Mets, Jacob. Okay, I got the Mets, Jets, and Just let me have my moment here. I, no, I don't want him to leave leaves. the Mets. I don't want him to. I just, if he goes anywhere, I hope it's the Texas Rangers, just so you can get the hell out of the East Coast. Like if he stays within the division, well, if he goes to be the Phillies. It
0: was supposed to be the Phillies or the Rays. Which I would be shocked if he went to the Rays because I don't know how the Rays I, is going to pay him. He's from Florida, so well, no, I know They just that. signed. They Here's just the signed Stetson. Zach Eflin.
1: That's not Baby Grimm. Yes, that's it. Was he like a shortstop, shortstop? too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a big deal. Uh, not a big Base, deal. Baseball cool guy. Just a baseball guy. guy. Baseball guy. Baseball. God, I can't wait for spring training. Two months away, baby. Let's get it going. Two months. Um, it's not two right. months away. Oh. When does it start? It's December 1st, Chief. When is spring training? Is it in February? Like March. Shit. When did pitchers and catchers report. Is that February? Anyway? Right? Yeah, That's go. when I get hyped. It's always a good at there good day go. of the year when you see them show up. Back to hockey, folks. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, 16 in points. Like I said, they're not going to do anything. They signed Johnny Gaudreau because I think he was high on mushrooms when he came in. So I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. I have no idea why he signed there. But if anything, you should have signed with the Flyers so you could be in four points ahead. Five. 16 to 25. So I don't know. Math Johnny guy. Gaudreau, you're probably not having – he probably got so just – I bet the whole figure that one out, dude. I just can't figure it out. No, I, I, I don't get it. I think maybe he's just a he's got a lot of money on the Buckeyes. I, I, they probably maybe maybe they
0: just told him that we can for sure get Bedard NHL fixed,
1: NHL rigged. But I would Bedard went to the Blue Jackets. That'd just be disgusting too. Give it at least to do with Johnny Gaudreau. I know that would be cool, but just Columbus. Man, I don't even know Arizona or Columbus. Maybe even Arizona just for the spice things up in the desert, but. Yeah, not much out of that Columbus Blue Jackets. It's 16 points. You guys suck. Control. I don't know, man. It's not my life. It's yours. So have fun in Columbus. Um, let's get to the Atlantic, folks. The other wagon of the NHL is the Boston Bruins. 19-3, and 3, 38 points. 9-1 in their last 10. These guys don't lose hockey games. If it's the Eastern Conference Final and it's the Boston Bruins versus the New Jersey Devils, I don't know what I'll do. I you never it sucks.
0: Is that Boston sports is just they you know get like, everything. They don't get the Patriots anymore because the Patriots are like six and five. They're playing right now. They're winning, but the Patriots obviously go on the run for years. And in that time, you sprinkle in some Red Sox championships. You sprinkle in some Bruins championships, and you got one Celtics championship in the two thousands. Right. And the all of a sudden, Celtics were in the finals last year. It's like they I know, but I'm saying then the Patriots and the Red Sox kind of you know regress a little bit, and then the Bruins shoot back up, and the Celtics shoot back up. Must be sucks. so freaking nice to be in New England. Oh my, oh my they, god!
1: They need like a 20 year gap with no playoffs
0: with all their sports. Teams. Never gonna happen. It is actually title town. That is it's the best there is, sports. There's no better better place, country. right? Yeah, yeah.
1: That's easy. That's easy. Oh, man, to live to grow up there. Could you imagine? They don't they don't even know what mean you have been through, which is like yeah. they
0: and to have the town filmed there too. Like they got so much going for it. That's a great movie. Sick movie. What was it the, the like and the fucking Goodwill yeah. hunting?
1: Yeah, that's what I was just like. Apples? Apples? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just I was trying to get the word on that. That's what I was trying to get. And they're beating the They're beating the Bills right now, 7-3, but that's not going to hold up, folks. That's not going to happen. Where was it? Yeah, the Boston Bruins, 19-3, 38 points. This team's not losing, 88 goals, 48 goals against. They are a wagon right now. They have three losses. That's insane.
0: 40-goal differential?
1: Yeah, that's insane. I don't get Who's their goalie? Omerk? Omerk and your boy, uh, shoot, what's his name? Swayman? Jeremy Swayman. um, Alaska. He's my age. I was going to say, say he's younger, what are you yeah. doing? Playing for the Browns? Touchdown, Bills! Diggs, Stuck on that, New England! No way, you're way you like that, Monari. Ho oh, ho! Nick's pissed. He's in the hallway. Live on Circles. The... What happened? Did you take the Patriots? I don't know. He's not talking. Patriots but, uh, plus four. Is that what it was? Oh yeah, Diggs. Sideline Diggs. Touchdown. Sideline okay, Diggs. back to the <laughs> back to it. Boston, cool it. Nineteen and three. This is way too impressive how old of the team is. They bring Krejci back from, where is he from, Slovakia? I don't even know. This guy left the league, played in Europe last year, comes back, and is playing like he's 25 again. So, no, yeah, Slovakia, I don't even know. But I don't get it. Truly don't get it. Marshawn, Beast, Posnok, Beast, Charlie McAvoy, he's back from injury. Just just stud on the D-line. So, Boston, you guys got it going, as usual. And then the Maple Leafs. 15-5-5, 15 5 and 5, 35 points. eight zero oh and 2 currently on a five game win streak. They're playing hot. Mitch Marner just went and tied the NHL record for 18 game point streak. Or no, it's the Leafs record for 18 games with a point. So shout out to him. He got the water, dumped on him like crazy in the locker room. I saw a video of that. Oh sick. So it's buzzing in Toronto right now. Awesome Matthews, you're scoring goals as usual. 50 76 goals for and 62 goals against. So that plus 14 differential. Um it's probably going to be this throughout the whole year with this team. I don't think anyone's if they go on a 12 game win streak and then lose and then another win streak, everyone's just going to be like we just want to get past the first round. So I think that's what you're going to kind of hear out of me with the Leafs unless they win 46 games in a row because it's everyone's pretty just crazy though. Nobody cares round.
0: about them in the regular season. Like, no. it doesn't matter what they do. Nope,
1: they could literally go 82 and 0. Legitimately 82 but, and 0 and it does not matter they could be skating on their heads and no one would care until that first round matchup. So uh, if we do have some leaf fans out there, I'm sorry. I'm just going to give you kind of the same update unless your team is just absolutely shit. And it's going to be funny. Yeah, I am too. Just I do want to see him get past that first round and I'm just getting tired of them not making and hearing the same thing every year. So yeah, just get past the first round. I'll say, I'll say this next week when I talk to you guys. So yeah, that's kind of all I have on the lease right I now. I Saw it's a picture same, of Austin Matthews
0: on Twitter, and he was all like wrapped up in a bunch of scarves and a hat, and it looked like. And the caption was, "It looks like Austin Matthews is going to try to steal the moon." <laughs> you get that reference? <laughs> 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 he looked just like Gru <laughs> from Despicable Me. It was so funny. Hey, Dad, there you go. But I'm Matthews. not hating on Austin Matthews because he style, has sick he's, style. Sick style. Got
1: good style, yeah, and he, he's friends with Beaver too. So yeah, that's always shout, out, shout out Austin Matthews. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning, 27 points, 13-8-1, 6-4 in the last 10. They're sticking around. They might be asleep. I mean, they've been in the last three Stanley Cups, but no one wants to pick them because everyone just kind of thinks their season's going to end or that's just they're going to die down eventually. But, hey, guess what? They still have that same team, and they're not going to die or go anywhere. So, watch out for the Lightning if they could sneak up on you. Detroit Red Wings, 27 points. I said it was them or the Sabres, and they're kind of sticking around. So, they could be a playoff team. They're playing. They're playing good. I say it every week. The Swedish team. They got kids from Sweden everywhere, and everyone's stepping up right now. I, I feel like America and the rest of the National Hockey League is going to wait for them to die off. But hey, twenty twenty two about to be twenty twenty three. You never know anymore. You never know what happens. So shout out Detroit. Uh, apparently Detroit has their own brand of pizza as well. I might have said this on the last podcast. There's like a Detroit style pizza. You know that? Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, saw on a Little C's commercial. What? Like it's, really it's nice. on a Little Caesars pizza? Well, yeah, because there's New York style and Chicago. That's like the only two pizzas I know. So apparently, the Detroit right. has their own. So I, I guess we got to fly to Detroit and try this out. Um, yeah, but this is me just talking about the geographical location again. Once I don't have much to say on their hockey team, other than other than that. But hey, they're they're. I will say this. Usually when I watch my hockey games throughout the week, I kind of watch the same 10 teams. I will say I have been putting the, putting the red wings on for a couple of periods. Kind of see what those are. They're a fun like young team. Right they're a fun usually young team for sure. Yeah, they're usually down in the dumps. So I don't tune into them, but put them on a couple, couple of nights. They were playing the Sabres the other night. They did get these new alternate jerseys completely red. Don't, don't think I'm a big fan of them, but I mean, if you're winning, you're winning works at work. So, Shout-out Detroit. Got to try that pizza. Next up, Florida Panthers, 24 points, 10-9-4. I said they weren't going to make the playoffs. And the last time I spoke You're to looking you guys, like you're were, right. Last time I spoke to you guys, they were in third. So, 24 points. Matthew Kachuk, good care less, probably. He has a massive contract, living in South Florida. He probably drives three cars. But, I don't know. This team might be screwed. This team might be screwed for the couple of years. I mean, that was a lot to give up for the guy, and... I don't know. They might be back to being the Florida Panther ways, and or they might just shut up and win the Stanley Cup. But I don't know, man. very, very kind of stale hockey right now to this team. But you got missing, the weather missing so Huberto. I think they are, especially Mackenzie Weaker. That's a, that was like the bigger part that no one really understood throughout that trade. Is like guy okay, was so underrated for this team, and mm-hmm. lose him on the back point, and it's tough. They only got Ekblad and. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see with Florida, and then to wrap this division up, the Canadians, Sabers, Senators, Senators. What the hell? I picked you to make the playoffs. You're eight, 13 and one. You will not be making the playoffs. So I'll stamp that now. As Big Cat has his pinky team. If you make the playoffs, I'll cut off my pinky. So that's my playoff pinky team. Is the Senators, uh, the Canadians, wow. twenty-three points. Yep, I got to do it. You got to. You went you from your, your pick to make the playoffs to pinky playoff team. Wow. Just even, yeah. Just make it. That would be sweet. But they're not going to the way they play hockey, so they're not going to. <laughs> and I know we have a lot of Senators fans listening to this, and you're going to be all over my mentions, but you guys suck. Have a sip of the Coors Light. On to the Canadians and Sabres. Sabres, you're not getting hot. You're going to still probably be the Sabres, 3-6-1 and in their last 10. 86 goals for, 86-83 goals against. Young team, they'll be frisky in the next two years. Maybe they'll make a jump there. I thought they were going to with the – Kind of Detroit, how they were playing, but looks like yeah, we're playing well for a bit. We're playing well. Now they're kind of just back to being Buffalo, but long season, Jacob, it's December, still December, uh, Canadians, 23 points, kind of the same thing as, as the Sabres, just very, I don't know, just young team just kind of waiting for a rebuild mode too. So I've always said this, if you're one of these fan bases, you probably want to tank to get Bedard, but hey, you never know. You never know. It's kind of it's kind of my thing within those teams. Uh that wraps up the standings within the NHL. Uh take away from it, New Jersey Devils. I you get this is blowing my mind. I can't believe you guys keep winning. Boston, you guys just need to stop winning because everyone's sick of the city of Boston. I'd rather have New Jersey win it all than Boston, I'll tell you that. Uh ch- shout out Jack Hughes. He's playing awesome. It's cool to see him. His attitude's great with the interviews. I love seeing that. And then West Coast cracking. It's cool, man. I like seeing new teams. So Shout out the Kraken, and then your Minnesota listeners here. Hopefully we get it going. Very just bored of this team, and hopefully we can pick it up, get some energy going, bring Revo over. I'll give you guys a live score right now. We're currently losing 1-0 to after the first, so maybe once this episode's done, we'll get some goals, and yours truly, Leon Drysaddle from Connor McDavid for the first goal tonight, of course. Um, that wraps it up with the standings-wise, and you know me, we jump into the stats. I do my league leaders around the league. I did already mention to you guys that Jason Robertson and Connor McDavid, um, never mind, I was completely wrong. I was off by a couple of points. Connor McDavid's back in first uh, with 41 points. Jason Robertson is in second with 36. I don't know where I was getting those numbers. I swear they were tied the last time I saw this, but Connor McDavid at one, Robertson at 36, tied with Leon at 36, and then Kucherov in fourth with 35, and then Pasta out of Boston with 32. Um, you know, I do my goaltending leaders, Linus Yulmark with the 2.0 GAA. He's still been there. He's still the same goalie. I don't know. Kind of shocked on that. Samsonov out of Toronto, 2.09. Didn't think he'd be getting that much time, but he's kind of been balling out. Uh Vitek Vanacek out of New Jersey, 2.12. This guy was so bad for the Capitals last year. He comes over the Devils, and he's just balling out. So it's a big old screw you to Washington. And like I've said, how, how New Jersey's playing, this guy's playing on top of his head. So good for him. And then you got Ilya Sorkin with my Islanders, 2.18. Connor Helibuck right there behind him with 2.29 in Winnipeg. Um, so that wraps up the goaltenders for that. And then you know me, my one plus minus guy of the week. Hey, the last time I talked to you guys, it was Hampus Lindholm. This week, um, excuse my language here. Well, no, I just can't pronounce this guy's name. Jonas Siegenthaler. Yep, I actually nailed that. killed it. Plus 24, New Jersey Devils. What more can go? I mean, they just, they're just they getting everything right now. You're now my plus-minus leader of the week. Hampus, right behind him. You only get one, folks. Jonas Siegent, Siegenthaler. Devils, plus 24. And uh, that's it. That wraps up my NHL. It's December. Let's get it going here. Snow's falling. We're all going to see each other over Christmas break. World Junior's going to be starting around. Pond hockey, lighting that Were they having those at the, the right time this year? Yep. They push it back it. last year? Yeah. So that's a really good hockey moment. That's when you're like, yep, it's hockey season once that happens, when you kind of sit down by a that fire. That was
0: right. New Year's, that was always right around then. It's always what we did in
1: high school. I was in college, yeah, those. yeah, when we would go home and we'd play We'd find some random ice hockey rink to go play. So that's it. Yeah, it was it's great. It was, we had the good old days back in Laconia playing that, but oh, that's what I got on NHL. Man, I'm excited to see how the season goes. If the Devils keep playing like that, is wow, that's just that's that's crazy. So, shout out to the Devils, to Minnesota. Let's get it going here. You know how I feel about you guys, and uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in on the NHL. Now, I can pass it over to you for some basketball. Well, you're not done yet. We got a, folks, look, we had yeah. Joe
0: go to a Timberwolves game last night. I did. Uh, so give us your breakdown on the Timberwolves
1: before I kick into NBA. That's what I was just going to say. I was just jumping to that. So as we jump into NBA here, folks, I went to a National Basketball Association game last night between yours truly, Minnesota Timberwolves, against the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, the last time I went to a basketball game, it was about seventh grade, it was the Timberwolves versus the Trailblazers. Might have been like Dame's rookie year. I don't even know. But the Timberwolves had Kevin Love, Pakovich, that AK 47 guy.
0: Uh, Andre Kirilenko?
1: Yeah, right there. So it was uh, all those guys. And it was very boring. Like, I think we stayed to the third quarter the last time I was there. Complete yeah, that was
0: 180. A tough era for the Timberwolves. It was a very
1: tough era, the Timberwolves. Last night, electric. Great seats for us uh anthony edwards certified dog he's so sick to watch a lot a lot of these people are a lot taller in person i noticed rudy gobert that guy was like eight feet tall suck though he can't figure it out no rebounds um i don't even think he got over 10 points couldn't do anything anthony edwards just carrying this team uh shout out to Jalen noel he was playing with this swag he was just that's
0: been all season dog he's i he's like been him for us, he's yeah. my
1: new favorite player on the team as of the well, game when you got, got to I, see wendell moore too yep so i that was his first career start as what i learned when he i was just walking came through from the, the g league it was crazy so shout out to wendell moore his, his girlfriend was two rows in front of me is what i figured out today hey okay that's cool right <clears throat>
0: so you must have crazy. been you must have had really
1: good seats, then. huh I, yeah we were down low man we were in the, nice. right behind their bench like 10 rows up it was great but we we bought in those bleeders, but we sneaked down. That's all you got to do with those. Guys. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, we did that at the, the the Vikings game last year too. Remember? That's all you doing. We're, we're going to do it again this year. So yeah, fact. Um, no, but you picked a really good game to go to. It was the, awesome, dude. The, it was such the, a good game.
0: The Timberwolves Grizzlies
1: rivalry that's kind of like come out of nowhere. Um, yeah, they hate each other. Morant and uh, Brooks. Brooks. Or no, he got it. Yeah, yeah they, whoever, they both got ejected. Yep, both got ejected. Jaw's dad was there. Edwards was getting into dad. it with Brooks. It they were barking cool. at it. Slabs were everywhere. Jefferson was courtside with KJ Osborne. Um, some DJ was there. don't know his name, but there was some DJ there. Um, oh, it was courtside? courtside. It'd be I think we were talking about it. If you could get any ticket throughout any of the sports leagues, all the four major sports, I think the courtside tickets are the best tickets in sports. 100%. Completely. Cause, like cause on the glass, great. But courtside, that's on. You're in the game. 50-yard you know I mean? line, great. Courtside any day. What's the but other sport? The we thing baseball? Is like, those crazy sweet seats behind the catcher. Unbelievable. Still taking courtside.
0: Yeah. Courtside is is right there, especially if you're someone like relatively famous and like you have interactions with the player. Like it's always so cool, I feel like, too. Like, you know, the whole like spike lee you know what I mean? Or like those big
1: markets that just yeah. have celebs everywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's pretty cool. Um, speaking of celebs, uh at the Boston Celtics game last night, which I'll start with the Boston Celtics. Them. Um, they had, I'm not very familiar with it, but pr- the Prince and Princess of
1: Wales or something like that were there? No, they, uh, no, it's the uh, the royal family, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not, a, I don't think it's Wales, isn't it? The whole, isn't that? I thought they a queen, were uh, that family, the royal family. England I heard London? somebody. No, I know what you're
0: saying, but I thought they were the, uh, yeah, so he's the Prince of Wales. Oh. I don't know okay. shit either, though, but I'm just saying. I know who he, Prince I, William and Kate. Yeah. Kate Middleton. The Prince and Princess of Wales. Yeah, that's what that's what okay. they're called. I don't okay, know. Wait, I, I, I don't, didn't know
1: that. I thought
0: okay. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't know about. anything about the royalty. I go I don't zilch. I know so. nothing. I just
1: know I can but recognize I th- him.
0: It was hilarious because um the Celtics head coach and Jalen Brown were both asked. You know, like what did you think of playing in front of them? And they were both like, I, "We don't care." Like they don't mean basically like NHL in America, they don't mean the yeah, they don't mean anything. Um, uh, which I thought no, was they funny. don't.
1: They just no, think we need to like react. I, said, to them I don't. They're even, famous over there, but it's like yeah, it's sweet. It, they didn't do anything. No. Yeah, Um you're not from. But anyway, Celtics. Celtics what?
0: are unbelievable. Like we said with the uh, with Boston in general, the Celtics are 18 and four. Uh They're nine and one in their last ten. Um They're just like the best offensive team in the nba and it's and it's just dominating um jason tatum right now is probably my front runner and i know other people's front runner for the mvp um this has felt like a couple years um kind of coming he each year seems to take like it's just as uh um each year it's like a bigger step when you're like ah he can't get that much better then he finds a way to get better um he's kind of right in that prime time i feel like of of the MVP age uh, where a lot of people find themselves at. So keep an eye on him. Um, he's an offensive just animal right now, as well as being a, a solid defensive player. And And they've won five straight. Um, they won last night. He had a big game. Uh, I believe he finished with 49, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but he, he was incredible. They played the Heat. They won 134 to 121. Just a big, big high-scoring game. The NBA is awesome. Um, yeah, Tatum finished with 49. He went eight from 12 from three, finished with plus 29 on the night. Like just kind of a dominating game, um, by the Celtics. Um, him and Jalen Brown right now are the best duo in the NBA, in my opinion. Um, obviously them being the best team in the NBA, that feels like an easy choice. Um, but with Middleton being out and Desmond Bain being hurt, um it feels like that is like kind of the the go-to duo there's been a lot of talk about you know these duos and what are the best backcourt and stuff like that but um tatum and brown to me they both play on real defense they're both long wings they both can score um they can score in bunches so to me those two are kind of like the top tier of uh of duos in the nba right now uh the bucks are second in the east they're 15 and five uh they're two game back from the Celtics uh Chris Middleton is set to make his uh season debut on Friday so tomorrow uh which is huge for them. Uh they're 6 and 4 in their last 10 which obviously is cooling off a little bit I guess cuz they're 15 and 5 but um they are still probably the still my pick to get out of the east. Um it just feels like when they get Middleton back them head to head in Boston in a series is going to be tight. Um, you know, I would love to see Boston go back, uh, but I don't know. It's going to be a tough matchup. Obviously you get Giannis in seven games is always hard. Uh, but, but Tatum seems to be taking that next step to being able to truthfully, truly, truly lead, um, a team to the championship, which he did last year. So that was a big step for him. And yeah, we're going to see what the bucks look like down the stretch with getting Middleton back. I think will be huge. Obviously they're, they're super dominant defensively. Um, hopefully he can bring some some help to their offense um but both these teams are just dominant at home uh celtics are 11 and one at home bucks are 11 and two at home so uh might be one of those games that whoever finishes the regular season uh you know with the higher seed that when you find yourself in the eastern conference playoffs it might be just a team that has four home games um which is you know that's why these games matter so uh it's good to see the bucks get middleton back that'll be exciting um I've always been a huge Middleton fan. I thought he's, he's meant more to that team than some people give him credit for. Obviously Giannis deserves a lot of the credit. Don't get me wrong, but um, as we've seen over the years and as history has shown us that nobody can truthfully do it by themselves, that everybody kind of needs a number two and, and Chris Middleton's kind of been a a pretty dominant number two in my opinion. And he doesn't get much credit. His name isn't, you know, tossed around there with the other great players, you know um, but, the bucks as a as a whole team or solid they have a great franchise and um it'll be exciting seeing them make a playoff run i i do believe that it'll be these two teams in the east i know that's easy to say but with everybody else right now i just don't see the playoff experience with the next couple teams that i'm going to go through and uh it just it just feels like these two teams are kind of juggernauts in the east um you know you have the Cavs. Who I really like, who are the third seed right now. They're fourteen and eight. They're four games back from the Celtics. Um, and you know Mitchell has playoff experience, but the rest of this roster doesn't have as much. Um, so truthfully, I, I think that the Cavs are, are a step away. Uh, and and it's not necessarily a comment about the Cavs. Like I do believe the Cavs are a really good team. I just am not sure if they're in the same level of of talent and, and experience and depth that the Celtics and bucks are um, that could change in the next couple of years. The Cavs are a very young team with Garland and Mobley. Um, you know, these, these guys are real game changers and, and I saw a highlight of Mobley the other night. That was, that was just incredible. You know, he took the ball from end to end um, just looked like a point guard and he's like seven, seven foot one. Um, so fun to watch that uh, Cavs Mitchell's been playing great. Uh, he's obviously like a, an awesome addition to them. They, they crushed the 76ers last night. Um, you know, they, they just, they're kind of just, they come at you at, at, at a bunch of different ways, you know, and Mitchell's had some high scoring games. So as a uh, Garland, but, um, you know, they, they're deep Karis Lavert, you know, plays big minutes from them off the bench. They've had, uh, Evan Mobley play big minutes, obviously. And Jared Allen and and they're, they're deep. Uh, Jared Allen's hurt right now, but but this is a a team to watch for in the next couple of years. Like I said, I don't think they're there yet, but but they'll be fun to watch down the stretch. It'll be make for an awesome playoff um, series against you know whoever they get matched up with with that backcourt. Um, but the surprise of the East right now is the Indiana Pacers. They find themselves in the four seed, and their best player Tyrese Halburton, is putting himself firmly in the i wouldn't say the top part of it but definitely in the mvp conversation he is averaging 19.3 points a, a night with 11.2 assists um and 4.6 boards but the 11.2 assists is pretty incredible um you know these are the i saw a comparison that the stats that he's having so far this year are very comparable to steve nash during his mvp season um you know, there's some arguments whether Steve Nash should have won that MVP or not. That's not really what I'm here to discuss. But Halliburton's ability to to set other guys up and kind of take this this roster, which you know on paper probably isn't a top four uh, roster in the East, and he's he's turned them into a pretty uh, night in and night out. They've been playing really good basketball. Uh, Miles Turner's been playing big for them. Obviously, the rookie Benedict Mathurin. Uh, Mathurin, excuse me, is, is big for them. Buddy healed. they just have, you know, they have five guys that average double digits and they come at you every night. And, I, and from the few games that I've seen them play, they just play really hard basketball. Um, you know, none of them uh, take possessions off. Uh, you saw the other night they hit a buzzer beater to beat the Lakers. Um, Andrew Demhard hit a three and Halliburton made an unbelievable pass across the middle. Um, and he was Shout interviewed post-game. State. Yeah, facts, facts. Um, he was he was interviewed post-game, and you can just hear him talk about – it was kind of like it, for, for those of you that saw that clip of um, Cooper Cup last year talking about the defense and whatever he was seeing. It was kind of like Halliburton breaking down that play. He just – he knew where everybody was. He knew where the defenders were going to do, and the way he just talked about that possession was pretty cool to see. Um, he made the right pass. Um, and that's just what he does right now with 11 like i said 11.3 assists per game is is pretty impressive with just under 20 points so um don't think he's going to win the mvp but the fact that he's even in the conversation right now is is pretty incredible um he's doing a lot for that team i would definitely say he's carrying the pacers a little bit right now with with his ability to distribute and get other guys involved it's going to be interesting with the pacers you know i think we've talked about you know i talked about the jazz and some of these other teams and um, you know, with picks and moving forward with certain players, but the Pacers were on, you know, just about everybody's radar is definitely like a huge trade option. That, you know, people thought Buddy healed was going to get moved this year, Miles Turner. Um, people didn't really see the Pacers competing as much as they have. And, and granted, they're, they're 12 and nine, like it's not like they're dominating, you know, but they're seven and three in their last 10. Um, you know, they're three games over 500, only four and a half, five and a half games back from the Celtics. Um, but being the four seed is, is nothing to shy about. And, if you look around the east, like they kind of have a team built right now that that you know might be able to to stick it out. And I, I think with some, you know, some of that experience, they have shooters around them, they have some, you know, perimeter players, uh, you know, they have youth, um, and Halliburton leading the way is pretty impressive. You know, you got the Sixers behind them in fifth place in the East at twelve and ten, and then the Hawks are also twelve and ten. Um, so right there both those teams are six games back but with harden being out for a while right now and maxi not playing um it's not saying that it's not going to be them you know you obviously joel and bead you're not going to count any team out with them but but they've been underperforming a lot this year and i'm kind of surprised to still see doc rivers there i I don't know how much longer they're going to give him. i feel like i keep harping on this on every episode we have but um this this team and obviously with Harden and Maxi out, so maybe they're, they're you know giving Doc a chance when um, those two guys come back and see what this team can do. Um, you know they have been playing better. They're you know obviously with a super slow start. Um, they're seven and three in their last ten, which is a good sign. But just overall finding themselves as the fifth seed in the East when you look up and you see the Pacers in front of you and they lost and got crushed by the Pacers last night is is probably not where Philadelphia fans saw them being. Um, so it'll be interesting to see they're offensively just not really there you know they're they're pretty solid defensively team or defense team but uh the scoring just hasn't been there on a consistent basis you have Embiid averaging 31 points a night which feels like uh if he's going you should be able to get you know more guys involved but just the way you know missing harden and and maxi right now is hurting them uh quite a bit probably more than they they thought Uh, but like i said they're playing they're not playing bad they've played some some opponents they definitely have handled pretty well but uh we'll see moving forward if if Harden can get healthy and Max can get healthy and see what this team can do we'll see if they can catch up to the Pacers or the Cavs I don't see them catching the Celtics or Bucks uh Joe that was your pick in the east so I know that you guys are you're rooting for them to get back in the in the picture a little bit which is good Damn to see right, you're in the top 6 you never want to see your yourself in that 7 to 10 range cuz nobody
1: wants to play in those playing games but what do you think um, of the, that that play in tournament as you mentioned the play in you like that or no? I don't know if we've gone over this in the past. It's interesting. Uh, you know, I'm
0: kind of back and forth about it. Like, it is, it is exciting TV for sure to to have these these one, you know, do or die games. But to me, like a nine and ten seed, like I don't know, like it just seems like you're really reaching into that part. But but I also feel like it is. It serves a purpose of like avoiding some teams from tanking because it feels like they're closer to the playoffs than they actually, you know, are. You know what I mean? So like these teams that are hovering around that 10 spot, they feel like if they can get in, they you know, they got a chance. Um, but it's kind of that interesting part of like, you know, technically if you make the play in, you have 20 out of your, you know, 30 teams are technically in the playoffs. Like, I don't know if two thirds of the league should make the playoffs. Um I would it just I seems like a lot of people are getting in. I know. I wouldn't mind. I thought they sh- maybe should have played around with like maybe just the nine and eight seed playing. I get you know? that. Uh, that makes but, sense. But the, it's an interesting tournament. And, and fair enough. You know, if you're a good enough team, seven or eight seed, you shouldn't have any issue, you know, winning one of those two games. Because all you need to do is win one game if you're a seven or eight seed to get in. Um, so I'm kind of torn on it. Uh, obviously, the Timberwolves being in the playing tournament last year
1: that was like the finals for us yeah i was going nuts which was also celebration like this is great this is playoff basketball not even playing a playoff game yet but i was like when bev got on the stands i'm like here we go it was fun but you
0: hated to see it as a timberwolves because we you know we were uh we would have just been in the the playoffs the way it was so um yeah we'll see i mean uh, the Right now you're excited about it again as a Timberwolves fan because we're in the ninth spot, so that's the only way we're getting in the playoffs right now. But um yeah, I, I think it's fun. It's you know, I like meaningful games uh just across all sports. So the more often you can get these game seven type of situations, like it's just more fun for everybody. Um back to the east, the Hawks 12 and 10. Uh they're four and six in the last ten. Uh kind of same old with the Hawks like they're just kind of a streaky team is the best way I can describe them um, you know I think with Stray Young that's just like kind of what we've seen from him throughout his career is just this ability to obviously put up some good scoring and and the Hawks kind of like I feel like in a weird way almost like mirror him um, but yeah they 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 find themselves out of the play-in tournament right now and, and with the sixth seed so that's where you want to be as Hawks fans. I I think Hawks fans would probably be pretty pleased with that going into this season. Um, This is kind of the expectation with, you know, making a move for a guy like Murray. Um, You know, they, they definitely thought that he was a good piece for them. I've heard that John Collins might have interest from other teams, which I think is interesting, but um, it does feel like they're one piece away, maybe one or two pieces away from, from really being up there and I think Trey Young kind of needs to take another step and progress the way guys like Tatum have above him um but that team's interesting, you know. we saw with the Hawks the other year in the playoffs that that sometimes those those atmospheres that's when Trey Young plays some of his best basketball like he did in New York against the Knicks, but um. I don't know if that's a team you want to see. Like I said, then get real streaky. And if you catch them in a couple game series and all of a sudden they 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 rip off, you know, three, four games that they look unstoppable. And, and now that they have Murray too, you know, another guy that can score the basketball alongside Trey Young pretty consistently, because you know, Trey Young's kind of been the only guy there, you know. Um, when we get to the Kings on the other side, but a guy that they I feel like they could really use is a guy like Kevin Herter, um, who, you know, obviously used to be with them. But, man, that would be uh, definitely a, a nice piece for that Hawks team. A uh, really good shooter and a really good defensive player. But um, to the Raptors at the 7th seed, they're 11-10. Uh, not a ton to say about them. I feel like they're, you know, same thing. They just don't have that next-level player. You know, they have, some, they have a deep roster, and I've said this before. You know, Pascal Siakam is a really good player, but... To me, he just still feels like a two um, to somebody's one. Scotty Barnes uh, hasn't been playing great as late. He only had four points last night. You were kind of hoping for a bigger step um, from last year to this year for him. Um, Gary Trent is one of the streakiest scorers in the NBA. I love when he's on like a heat that. check. Um, he played 33 minutes last night for them, and scored 35 points in a loss against the Pelicans. But um, you know, he went 6 of 11 from three uh but you know he he probably needs to play like that pretty consistently for this team to and obviously it was in a loss so um you know how how the minutes get spread out differently when when you're down by you know larger numbers like they were to the pelicans but um yeah like i said i mean og is a phenomenal defender for them like he's a clamp down guy um scotty barnes and and frontland fleet like you just kind of expected more so far from them during the season. Um, And Siakam, you know, Siakam's a tough guy to guard. He definitely can get his points, but um, they don't feel like they have a guy that can take over a game consistently, uh, at least in in my point of view. Uh, But we'll see down the stretch. I mean, again, that's going to be a solid defensive team. The Raptors are historically known for for being a solid team. They're definitely not going to, Um, Just give points away, but they're probably going to find themselves in the play-in tournament. I expect to probably see them there. Um, They're going to be fighting with the Nets for that seven seed. The Nets are right behind them at twelve and eleven. They're six and four in their last ten, and Kyrie's come back, and they've looked pretty. Decent with him back um, in the rotation, but the story has been Kevin Durant in his last four games. He's averaging about 37, 38 points. I think it's at 37.7 in his last four games. He's been unbelievable. Uh, he had 39 last night in a win against the the Wizards. And Kyrie had 27, um, you know, but, but it's just Kevin Durant. Right? It's Kevin Durant's team. Uh, it's always been Kevin Durant's team. You saw them kind of take a step forward, uh, you know, when – uh Kyrie it was suspended and they've seemed to have been kind of able to maintain that pace. I would say that them going over 500 in their last 10 um is definitely a step in the right direction after a slow start for them. Uh but them down the stretch is, this is the type of play they're going to need from Kevin Durant. Um you know that they're, they're getting some of their other guys going, Joe Harris shot well last night. Um Seth Curry is going to be a huge important piece for them um you know he only he didn't even make a three last night but they still won so but you know those are the contributions that they're going to need because uh, you expect to to get what you get out of kd uh you know night in night out and he's a top tier player and um you know after that the the depth kind of falls off but uh in the rest of the east i'll kind of fly through these um we got the wizards at 11 11 the knicks at 10 and 12 uh and that wraps up the the last two playing teams as of now And then you have the Heat at 10 and 12, Bulls 9 and 12, Hornets 6 and 15, Magic 5 and 17, and the Pistons 5 and 18. Um, They're all in the Wembanyama sweepstakes. That's what everybody's losing for, um, like I've said over and over again. But surprising to see the Heat and the Bulls this low, I will say. Um, Definitely didn't see them as contenders in the East by any means. Um, I had them pretty low, but to see the the Knicks and the Wizards outplaying them. And obviously, like we said, the Pacers, um, I know it's early and, you know, we're only about 20 some games in, uh, but, but seeing the, the heat and the bulls be under 500, the bulls not as shocking, but the heat, I, I'm, I'm a little shocked by this. Uh, they're both playing about 500 basketball, but, uh, maybe the Heat are just running out of legs that that, that team is getting, you know, with their guys is Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler, you know, are a little bit older uh but you'd like to see more impact from tyler hero and bam on a night in and night out basis um duncan robinson uh is not shooting the ball as well and he's kind of a defensive liability for the heat right now but uh yeah you just i, I just keep waiting for bam to become like a really like an mvp caliber guy um or they're like yeah we can you know count on bam every night and you know, he's he he puts up some solid numbers, but you just don't get the feeling that like, hey, we can go to Bam um when we need it. And I don't know. I thought Bam was gonna turn into like a a prime Anthony Davis, maybe not that caliber, but like something along the lines of that, and it just really hasn't worked out. Um moving to the West, we have the Suns atop the West at fifteen and six. Uh they're seven and three in their last ten, and they are still without Chris Paul. Um I probably would have been – I wouldn't be shocked if the Suns are in the one seed at this point in the season. But if you would have told me that they're doing it without Chris Paul, um, no Jay Crowder, no Cam Johnson, uh, I would probably be a little shocked. But here they are. Devin Booker has been phenomenal. He had 51 last night. Um, he's a game changer. Um, I think he's recently single. So maybe he's taken you know, some of that out. Uh, oh, no him, way. I heard him and Kendall, and Kendall Yeah. So now he's balling. Yeah, but apparently you they broke up like a month ago.
1: It's a curse, you can't date one of them.
0: I don't know. He he's been balling. Uh but he's <laughs> no he's way. just really improved his game. Um you know, he was always a scorer and I think I've said this over and over again, but but he I think he you know, and I don't want to give all the credit to Chris Paul. I think Devin Booker's matured obviously through his experience in the NBA, but um he's a difference maker all around and, and, he, he can get guys involved. He knows when to go. I think he's taken some, you know, he's just scoring efficiently. Um, you know, in the past, he was kind of just like a high, high volume shooter and he would get his points, but it felt like he was just having to take a lot of shots to get there. Now it's like, I think he went like 20 or 25 last night, you know, only missing five shots is, is something. Uh, but you know, and he, he kind of, he has a good feel for the game. Um, you know, as a lot of these guys do, but some are at elite levels, you know, like he knows when to go. He knows when to get other guys involved. Um, you know, he had 51, six assists and four rebounds and only had two turnovers. Uh, he went six to seven from three and 20, 25 from the field. I mean, that's that's an efficient 51 points. I mean, that's that's super impressive. Uh, you know, only 25 shots. That's obviously incredible efficiency and shooting percentage but he's been fun to watch this year uh, i think he's up there too in in my opinion especially with chris paul being out for an mvp candidate uh i really hope that he gets an mvp at some point i'm a big devin booker fan i've always been i just like the way he goes about his business and and, and just loves to hoop um he gives me you know obviously their games are not necessarily the same because uh kd is is much bigger but they give me similar vibes when they're out there. The kind of way they go about their business, and you can tell they just both love basketball, um, and that's just what they want to do. So I, I gotta respect a guy that just loves the hoop. Uh, but the Suns are in the in the one spot. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Jay Crowder. Um, I know the Timberwolves are, were in recent um, rumors to potentially get someone like Jay Crowder. I think that would be an awesome addition. Um, you know, he he obviously is an experienced uh, kind of veteran that's been around. He's been around some winning teams. I also think that he could give a little edge to our defense. Um, kind of maybe something that like Pat Bev brought from like a, a you know, a guard wing perspective um, as well as bring some kind of like energy uh, that, you know, I think this team could use at some point. Um, so hopefully I would I actually love to see the, the Timberwolves get him. I don't think we'd have to give up too much because I think the Suns are in kind of a – an interesting spot that they don't have a ton of leverage um as everybody sees that he is refusing to play for them and they have not come to terms on you know what I believe is a, uh, you know some contract negotiation but the two seeds the Denver Nuggets uh they're 14 and seven six and four in their last ten. Uh you know the West has kind of even itself out a little bit. Uh some of these teams are falling into some you know you see the Jazz they're 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 three and three of seven in their last ten. They're back down to the seventh seed after the incredibly hot start that they had. Um, you know, they're they're but but the, the the west is so tight. So you know you look at the the 10th seed in the east is eight games back from the one seed. In the west, the tenth seed is only four and a half games back, and that's the Blazers. So it's definitely a a real tight west right now as I think a lot of people expected it to be I don't think they expected to be this tight because right now you have the Mavs at 10 and 10 outside of the playoff contention right now um, which I think a lot of people probably saw them you know a a fringe seven or eight team Um, and then obviously the Lakers uh, down outside of it right now and they're six and four in their last 10 and they're playing some so much better basketball Um, LeBron's back from his injury he looked great last night anthony davis has looked really really strong really phenomenal his last couple games um you know and he was playing super well and they were getting some wins when lebron was out uh the offense is finally starting to get going a little bit russ is playing some better basketball uh it looks to be a little having you know like more fun out there i like the way that that they're kind of just playing basketball to be honest um and yeah they're 8 and 12 but you know, they're only six and a half games out of first place, which is pretty crazy. So early in the season, um, I'm not expecting this team to make a run to the top of the conference, but keep an eye out for the Lakers. Um, I think winning some of these games is going to give them a little bit of hope. Uh, you know, and and I think a lot of people would love to see the Lakers, you know, make a move because I truthfully believe that that LeBron is is too good to to waste some of these years when he's just kind of dominating, you know, and, and he's not dominating the way he used to, but he's still a very, very strong player. And I think the, over these course, these last couple of games, you're finally seeing kind of Anthony Davis take over some games as well as LeBron still being LeBron when he's feeling it. Um, so hopefully this continues. Um, I, I just obviously me being a, big LeBron fan, if you can't tell. I love talking about LeBron, and hopefully they can get back and do um, playoff contention. It would it'd be fun to see them in the playoffs. Uh, you know, you never want to see LeBron in the playoffs if you're an opposing team. So, if they get in a play-in game, hopefully not against the Timberwolves, I uh, would love to see the Lakers make a push. And and like I said, they're only a couple games out of... Uh, they're two games out of the, the play-in tournament right now, and only six and a half games back for first. You know, obviously, as the season goes, I expect that to probably even out a little more. I don't expect it to be this tight the whole season, but, um, you know, in between we have the Pelicans as a three seed Grizzlies, four seed, my Clippers, not my Clippers, but my team to win the West right now are 13 and 10 in the fifth seed. They're six and four in their last 10. Um, they're an interesting team. Uh, you know, they're, they're still playing without Kawhi. He's, you know, plays a game. It seems like every two weeks or so right now. Uh, but, Paul George is missing games here and there. But this team, like I said early in the season, I thought was really deep. Reggie Jackson hasn't been playing that great, but he's been getting it going a little more as of recent. Uh, but they have guys like Norman Powell who can get it going. He had 30, 32, I think, the other night. Um, you know, And they and they came back in a game against the Blazers without um, Dame Lillard, who the Blazers are severely missing as there are two and eight in their last 10. Um, they're now 11-11. They fell way off. And Golden State has jumped from out of the play in game to into the eighth seed. They're 11 and 11, as well as the Timberwolves and the Blazers are all 11, 11. They're all four and a half game back from the Suns. Golden State and Minnesota are both six and four in their last 10. Um, those of following, you know, have probably seen Golden State. They're two and 10 on the road this year, nine and one at home. Um, they're just horribly defensively when they go on the road for whatever reason. But uh, expect that to maybe even out a little bit, I would say, uh, you know, they, they were pretty miserable to start the season um, on the road. You know, they were O of eight, I think. So I would expect them to get back to closer to 500. They're, they're rolling a little bit. Clay Thompson's playing a lot better. Um, you know, a lot of Minnesota fans saw a tough couple possessions against the Timberwolves where, Cat kind of dribbled the ball around, lost control of it, went to Gobert, Gobert turned the ball over, Clay went down, hit a 3 um right after he had hit another 3. So but Cat is out for 3 to 5 weeks. He has a uh, calf injury um which was if you saw it, it was a non-contact one, so it looked a little scary. Uh, I think a lot of Timberwolves fans were thinking Achilles. I thought Achilles when I saw it, but um we played last night against the Grizzlies, and again, they're missing Desmond Bain, who I think we all, if you if you follow the NBA, and like I've said, is as a super important piece of that Grizzlies team. Now, I'm not saying that they're not good without him. Obviously, I just think he brings a lot to that team um, when he's there. So, big win by the Timberwolves, no matter what, because obviously we're playing without Cat. Um, Gobert, obviously, like Joe said, did not have a great night. Um, you know, we kind of brought him in to to be a board man and he scored nine points. I think only had one rebound. Um, but we we still play you know, and I and I think that shows what this team can be with Anthony Edwards decides to show up and and kind of you know he got pissed off late in the game. Um, and you saw eight points down the stretch from him and, and a couple assists that really helped the Timberwolves pull away late at the game. Um that's the energy, that's the excitement level. Um, that you see from Anthony Edwards, you know, that we saw last year in some of these big games. And and we just gotta find a way to maybe get that, get that out of him. Um, you know, get him going. And 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 I'd be curious if if a veteran like Jay Crowder can't, you know, help bring in that. Cause like I think we saw that from from uh Pat Bev last year, and and I think that's something that we're missing. And I've harped on this enough. But hopefully this is a big step. I hope Anthony Edwards kind of takes this time that cat's out and kind of decides that like, Hey, this is my team. Um, And, and, you know, a lot of us Timberwolves fans I think believed that, Um, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people too, that, you know, people weren't and still aren't that big fan of cat as the way that we, you know, nobody really thinks that he can be the leader on a team, you know, be the face of this team. Um, You know, that's why I think quickly when Anthony Edwards showed up, we thought that this was you know going to be our savior. And I still think he can be. Um so hopefully, like I said, he can kind of take the reins um while Cat's out and 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 continue this hot streak that we saw last night and really uh take the Timberwolves to the to next level. And truthfully, you know, all we're all we're he trying to do. Yeah, he looked awesome.
1: He looked sweet, dude. I'll tell you that. Um, that was, and all, was all we're trying dominating. to get
0: truthfully is just get into out of the play in tournament. I think right now with the West being the way that it is, we'd love to see them be, you know, a top six team. Um, so you know, the sixth seed right now is the Kings. They've been playing some awesome fun basketball. Um, the Fox is playing really good. Uh Sabonis has been awesome for them. Uh, you know, they're just a a, a high scoring offense right now. You know, they had 137 points last night against the Pacers. Um, you know, and, and they they kind of come at you with a lot of different guys, like I said. Uh Kevin Herder is one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA this season. Um, he's been unreal. Um, you have De'Aaron Fox, like I said, who who is a scoring machine, and then you have Keegan Murray, who uh, rookie out of Iowa. He's been solid, playing big minutes for them. Uh, Harrison Barnes, obviously a veteran that can still score and and, and shoot the ball for them and, and defend some of their best players. Um, but you know, you have Malik Monk coming off the bench for him, playing big minutes and and. These guys—it's just a deep team right now. Um, Terrence Davis playing some big minutes for him too. You know they're, they're just young, um, you know, and they have—they've got some guys that that can defend. They got some guys that can score. Uh, so not shocking to see them uh, play well. Uh, maybe shocking to see them as a six seed. I think a lot of people thought that this Kings team was maybe maybe a little bit further out than this, but they've been—you know—they're seven and three in their last ten. Um, they passed the Jazz. For that six spot, uh they've only played twenty games, so um not a super efficient defensive team, but you know they can they can score with the best of them so they find themselves to the six seed um fun team to watch. They're definitely one of the teams I find myself watching uh being out here on the west coast and with these league pass games uh I find myself you know seven o'clock comes quick around here, which is um you know you when league I, pass? I, I, no. I just oh. use, I illegally stream them as well. I thought you just said you had League Pass. Like, yeah, right. that's just how people talk about League Pass. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like you're. <laughs> no, dude, you, you should see people give, they like grade teams on like their League Pass. You know, like uh, like it, ranking like zero to a hundred, like how fun there are to watch on League Pass. Um, Who's the best team to watch? in my opinion or most other te- I love your opinion I could care about anyone else I just love watching the Celtics right now I mean besides the Timberwolves I turn into the Timberwolves as much as I possibly can but like Celtics and the Suns obviously the the two top teams in the league right now are fun but I love watching the Nuggets as well Jokic is so fun for me to watch um I know I put out that top 10 players to watch right now and I just am regretting super hard that I didn't put him on that list he was my honorable mention but I'm gonna have to go back and adjust that uh Lakers are fun to watch too, just because they're, you never know what you're going to get out of them um, and Anthony Davis. But getting to the Dallas Mavericks here, who are the last team I'm going to talk about before I kind of wrap this up. I
1: think Luka's my favorite player in the league. Him and Anthony Edwards. That's so Anthony... awesome because Luka is my <laughs> least favorite player in the league. Okay. Um, well, then I'll ride with it then. That We need something to disagree he's, with.
0: So they're 10 and 10. Um, they beat the, the Warriors the other night uh, barely, uh, they beat them by three. They are one and seven on the road, nine and three at home. Uh, And like I've said on past episodes, and I know a lot of other people um, that are that have better basketball knowledge than I uh, talk about a lot too. That these these teams that have such crazy high usage by one player rarely make it that far in the playoffs. Um, And Luca is at a you know he's up there right now. If if the season ended today with the the usage rate which basically means just you know how much he's touching the ball and and controlling the offense which makes sense when you look at the roster but to me that's why Luca is is gonna go down as one of the best basketball players to ever play the NBA I think there's no doubt about it um, but the team literally gives up every lead when he comes off the court and you can't expect him to to score so many points and and be so dominant every night that when he comes off the court, they're going to have big enough leads every time because when the game's close, he has to come off the court, that team, then, you know, the, the Dallas secondary unit and, and just, you know, they don't have that much depth. They don't have much guys besides him. Uh, but you know, I think they missed Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson was awesome for them, you know, playing in that second unit and, you know, he's a ball dominant player as well, but, um, well, it'll be interesting to see. I'm not a I I I do don't love Luca just because he he, you know, and maybe this is just because me being the LeBron fan, but I think he complains more than anybody ever, and he gets no hate for it. Um, but that's just me. Uh, you know, he was the other night, Christian Wood had an obvious offensive foul against the Warriors, and Luca goes like this, does little money thing as if like the refs are getting paid by the Warriors, which is just ridiculous. Um but yeah, he's I guess it's just that player that I just don't love. So, and and I'm not knocking how good he is. Don't get me wrong. This is not me saying he's not good at basketball. It's just I'm not a huge fan of him. So, I don't expect the Mavericks to to make it that far in 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 terms of making a championship or winning a championship. I think, you know, Luka can carry you through the playoffs against some lower-level teams, but the way that the the, the West is Obviously, right now, 20 games in, but there are some, you know, obviously they have to make the playoffs first. They're outside of the playoff picture right now. But if they do, you know, these these are some interesting teams in front of them that they're going to have to, that the Mavs are going to have to match up against. And like I said, when Luka's just out on the court, I think I saw when Luca is playing, they are about 20 points. They're plus they're plus 20 with Luca on the court. And with Luca off the court, they're about minus 20, which is just, you know, absurd. Um, that doesn't sound like a winning formula to me. Um, you know, they're, they're, they've been pretty solid defensively this year, but they just, they just don't really score when he's not on the court. Cause they're so dependent on him. Um, so yeah. And to wrap up the West, you have Oklahoma city at nine and 13. Um, you know, they're completely, uh, reliant on Shea Gilius Alexander as well. Um, you know, and he's been awesome. They're four and their four or six in the last 10, uh, Lakers, like I said, eight and 12. And then you have the Spurs who are one and nine in the last 10, they've lost nine straight. They're six and sixteen and the Rockets five and sixteen, who are three and seven in their last ten. Um, yeah, the Spurs and the Rockets are also very much in tank for Wemonyama. Lakers are making a move, uh, playing some better basketball, but those other two teams are not. And that wraps up the NBA segment. We'll roll into our picks
1: here, folks. I'm gonna start watching games more, man. Week We're getting, into it. Yeah. We're getting into NBA games, yeah. You get into it. I'm, I got them on right now. The Pistons are beating the Mavs 131 to 125 with 30 seconds in overtime. It looks like the Detroit Pistons are going to beat the Mavericks. There you go. Just like I said. See, I'm, I'm going to start watching it. Got on my phone here. Got the Bills and the Pats on the TV. Oh, yeah. You're, um, you're
0: finally getting to the all sports mode, dude. You got to get like TV, computer, phone. Each stream in a game, then you get your Xbox doing a different game, so you have uh, four games going at you once. Gotta that's utilize what, I, that's what I do most nights. Um, Jaden Ivy's sick on Detroit. Jaden Ivy is awesome, he's he's definitely in the top three, probably contention for the rookie of the year. Um, with Paulo and uh, Mathurin. Mathurin, I always want to say Mathurin, that's not how it's right.
1: Pistons won, Mavericks suck.
0: Wow, yep. Like I said, that was a great segue. Thank you, Joe, for that. That was
1: actually, yep, you nailed that on
0: that. Like I said, the Mavs are just. First off, you shouldn't be losing to the Pistons. Um, you know, Luka had 32, but it's 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 just not enough sometimes, you know? It's Detroit. Yeah. It's Detroit. You can't lose to Detroit. Adonovich had 30. Wow. Crazy. That guy's losing oh, his hair. Cade. Wait, it's they long. lost to the Pistons without Cade Cunningham. Wow. Okay. That's a really bad loss then. Um, yeah, that'll wrap up the NBA. Great. Great way to finish it. Like I said, i I just not a believer in the Mavs um you can check out my twitter I, I like to tweet about these games when i'm watching them too uh had a tweet about the mavs the other night about how luke is going to go down as one of the greatest players of all time i just don't see with the way that he plays and the way that the mavs are constructed right now them winning any championships anytime soon alphine okay joe week 12 picks we week got five picks 12. here Twelve. Uh, big week for joe he looks to bounce back after a 1 and 4 week you know i think i mentioned that Bouncing a couple back. times but i will just i like to keep mentioning that joe went 1 and 4 last week uh five so and joe, week joe went 1 and 4 last week 5 and all the week before no you knew, you, you didn't you went 2 2 and 1 the week before <laughs> was it 2 weeks i, don't know. I went yeah, five it's been a while you just cooled off so <laughs> he's just still riding his high from the 5 and 0 week which just won't last the five whole season 5 and 0 two weeks ago it won't last the whole season i'm sorry i smell uh, a 5 and 0 here all right give nah, me your first it. pick
1: give me your first pick all right guys week twelve um week one starting that noon slate let me I always pull up my screen here because I just like looking at it visually um week one I don't know I think these guys were in my five and 0 slate or they are in my one and four couldn't tell you I have picked them. I've picked them once but starting it off here in the noon slate give me the Green Bay Packers I think wow. they, uh, I think they're going to they're, they're going to beat the they're going to beat the minus Bears. Four? That's minus three, minus 3 is what I'm looking at. Okay. Minus 3. Minus 3 Green Bay here, so that's what I have for my nude slate. Justin Fields, I think he's coming back. I believe he's coming off that shoulder injury. I don't know if he's going to be 100%. Aaron Rodgers, I'm just going to give it a like a it's kind of a fuck you game. He dominates the Bears in Chicago. He owns that city. I think he wants to shut people up a little bit about Jordan Love. Is he well. going to play? I think he's playing. He said on Pat McAfee show yeah. he's playing, and I okay, think there you if, go. if he says it, I think I that's it. reliable. So uh, I'm going to go with the Packers here for my first game of Week 12. hashtag Five and O. Oh. Joey's back. Let's get it going, Packers. That's my pick number one.
0: My first pick, and a shock to nobody. If you listen to this podcast, all right, this will gonna be, be my the most pick. dominant team. We got Steelers. Damn it, I'm going against you. All right, I got, got the Falcons.
1: Falcons. I got the Falcons. <laughs> I, I'm did. going against the Steelers until they lose, I think, is what I figured out. Well, here. then so you're going to lose five straight
0: picks against them.
1: We got the Dirty Birds, minus one at home at Atlanta. You got the Steelers because you're a Steelers fan. This is a, <laughs> this is
0: an easy, easy pick. It was the number one pick for me. I ran through them all. Usually I, I look through all the games, and then I look back through them, and then I pick the five, right? I look yeah. Steelers didn't even make it through the second one was already on the board. Steelers minus one. Don't care where it is. Pretty sure it's in Atlanta. Doesn't matter. Steelers, Atlanta, TJ Watts fans. playing. That's all that matters. Mariota is going to be shaking in his boots. He is terrified throwing of T J the pressure that he's going to do. Najee Harris will hopefully be back and healthy play significant stats. If not, we got, we got Snell in there. We got Snell jr. Running around. We got, we got Kenny Pickett throwing dimes. That's all that matters. Jersey Jerry Steelers, Steelers minus one. I got Falcons. Uh, so Joe has Falcons plus one over the Steelers. Um move to my second pick then is Chiefs minus two against the
1: Bengals. I got those guys as well. You got Chiefs? All right, we're riding get, together on that one. So I'm not, I'm already at three, but yeah, we're riding together on that. I think we agreed on our Tuesday podcast that we like the Chiefs in this. And I did listen to the um the Kelsey brothers podcast with Mahomes today. Uh it Mahomes is such a cool dude. He's so sick. He's so cool. Literally if he, the only
0: bad thing you can say. I'd want to get him a Mahomes voice. jersey,
1: but it's just like it's the Chiefs. I know he has a funny voice. His accent was popping in that podcast. But he just went through his whole like life story within like leading up to the draft, his college days, and then the NFL. Oh God, is this, this damn video again? Um yeah, and I just really like Mahomes and I'm taking the Chiefs in this. So we both got him there. So Absolutely. go Chiefs. Um Well, this
0: is easy since we're lining up on the same game. We're just lining up. Um, My third game is Lions plus
1: one against the Jags. I wanted to take something in this game, but I didn't because it's just chaos, it seems like, within this football game. So I stayed away, but I like where you're going. I just didn't know what to do.
0: I'm riding the Lions. They've been playing well recently. Um, And this this is more of a bet against the inconsistency of the Jags uh, more than it is probably for the Lions. But – Yeah, I like the Lions in this one. It's in Detroit. Probably going to be a lot of points. Um, But, you know, I got Jared Goff starting in one of my leagues, so I need a lot of points out of the Lions. So I'm going with the Lions.
1: I like it. Detroit. Detroit Rock City. Shout out the Jags mascot, though. Hopefully still wearing that same thing. All right. Your fourth game. Fourth game. Um, This is a sketchy one, but I did mention on Tuesday that I think I wanted to go with it. Because I think they're due for a loss. And I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans against the Eagles to cover. Is that Eagles are favored right now, four and a half. I think Titans cover that. I think they win. Um, I, I think like the Eagles one. are due for a loss here. Is it in Philly? It's in Philly, noon. I think it's going to be kind of under the radar. I think red zone, you might not see it as much. I'm going to go low scoring. But I do think Titans bounce back. Eagles are due for a loss. Give me the Titans here. I like
0: this one. I didn't pick it, but I'm rooting. I'm rooting with you on this Let's one, go. I will say. The Titans, I need. The, we need, as Vikings fans, for the Eagles to lose, so we're going to be rooting for the Titans as well. Uh, my fourth game is, again, <laughs> and I just keep going to this well over and over again, but Raiders minus one against the Chargers. Damn it, dude. I got
1: the Chargers. Let's go. And that's my fifth pick. I'm taking yours truly, the Los Angeles Chargers. Against the Vegas Raiders wow, so two games battling we this each other. Battle this That's weekend. fun
0: stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think uh I think
1: the
0: the old Raiders are riding hot. They got two straight overtime victories. Um Chargers didn't win convincingly enough last week for me and I think they're going the Raiders are
1: going to keep rolling. Hey, you're probably right. I just looked at this and went fuck it. I'm taking the Chargers. <laughs> saw the <laughs> he logo did, he saw did the Say pictures. that. I did hear yeah. him say that when he picked it. So, Ken can yeah. for that. Um, I, uh, I just went with the Chargers here. For, no, I don't know. I'm not going to give you any background on it. I'm just going to choose the Los Angeles Chargers here and screw it. Let's well, go you Chargers. Just, you ended up taking 300 dogs. So good for you. I like the, yeah, you got to sprinkle in some underdogs. So let's
0: uh, my last pick is
1: Giants two and a half against the commanders. I um, looked at it and I just, I, I, I didn't know. I, I I think Vegas knows something on this game, Jake. What do you mean? I don't know. It's just at they're home. riding
0: the commanders' hot hand, and I think the commanders, like you said, the eagles have to lose. I think the commanders got to lose. This feels like a comeback down to earth. Each game has been getting closer and closer for Taylor Heineke to really mess up, and now they're playing like an actual decent team. I think it's going to be a big Saquon week. I got Hopefully. Giants plus I two and Saquon a half. Need Saquon to ball out. Yeah. So okay. that's that's we wrapped go. up our picks. Um, what are the it's other good games that we didn't get to? Just to, trying to cover quick we oh, did yeah. obviously we talked about the jets vikings
1: <laughs> game of the year folks Game broncos, of the year
0: Jets spikes broncos ravens um eight and a half the, the ravens are favorited i stayed away from this one because uh well i just i don't know ravens haven't blown a ton of teams out and even though the broncos aren't very good the ravens uh i feel like the ravens will win this one but it, it Might be weirdly close. Might be a seven-point game or something. Um, Next one, you got Browns, Texans, the return of Deshaun Watson. The Browns are seven-point favorites in Houston. Then we have Seahawks, Rams. Seahawks are seven-point favorites against the Rams in L.A. Um, All three of those games are kind of stinkers of games, in my opinion. Then you got Dolphins, 49ers, going to be a great one. I stayed away from this one. The 49ers are minus four here. Going to be an interesting game. Chiefs Bengals, we had that one. Talked about that one. Chargers, Raiders talked about that one. Then we had Colts Cowboys. Cowboys are ten and a half point favorites over the Colts at home in Dallas on Sunday night. And then to wrap it up, we have Saints, Bucks. Uh almost at the Bucs. Tampa. Almost Buccaneers the Bucs. are three and a half point favorites. Who'd you almost take? Saints or Bucks? Bucks. Hmm. But I didn't, so it doesn't matter. And that should it. do it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Great episode, man. Another Good great episode. You yes fantastic we're flying
1: week 12 flying through episode these.
0: 21 can you do some for oh, hey 21s a big one um for sure because we're in the 20s now we, we got over the 20 hump we're on the way out so gets promo codes for you guys yeah, yeah we'll big. get buzzing here we'll get buzzing here but uh thanks for listening we'll catch you next week enjoy your weekend and adios peace